Welcome to the podcast. My name's Skip Clark, Skip Happens podcast host, along with Skip Happens podcast co-host, Deb Lamphere, president and founder of the official country music fan club. This is the podcast that will bring you the stories. We will interview the incredible up-and-coming artists out of Music City. Also, we chat with the big stars, and we talk about their journey to stardom. We also love talking to entrepreneurs. Not only that, it's people like you and I. That's all. And just remember, Skip happens. So get over it. Let's get right to the podcast. I want you all to sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight, everybody. How are you? It's Skip Clark and uh, Deb Lamphere. You heard the big guys say Deb's uh, like spazzing out right now because of Christmas. So she couldn't be with us here tonight. Uh, her son's home from college and just all that's going on. It, it's a crazy, it's a crazy time. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised that we're doing this tonight, but uh, it, I've got Dorothy McCormick with me. They, well, it's Dorothy. You call yourself Dorothy now, right? Yes, I do. Um, I was named after my grandmother and great grandmother, which honestly, when I was younger, I wasn't, I wasn't originally the biggest fan of because I was used to, only meeting grandmothers that had the same name as me. And I knew a lot of Emily's and Sarah's that had all the same names. But as I got older and I learned to appreciate, you know, how special my family is to me and then appreciate not having the same name as everybody, I learned that the traditional pronunciation, since it's an English name, it's actually pronounced like D-A-R-T-H-Y, Dorothy. And so I started spelling it like that and going going like that professionally. So it's D A R H Y. Okay. So if you notice the screen, I just made the yeah. change. Is that right? Can you see it? I can see. I can see everything. I think. Yeah. No. But can you see your name under you? Or maybe. No, I can't. Well, I can see it. And our okay. and our, and our, our uh, viewers can see it too. It's uh, I'm going to call you Dorothy McCormick. Awesome. And, uh, Thank you. You're welcome. And it, it's such an honor to have you uh, on with us tonight. We're gonna we're gonna tell you why in just a moment. Uh, it's a really it's a cool thing, and you've done something really wonderful. And I know you've got a lot uh, in store. Um, but first of all, just where are you right now? Um, I'm in what we call my music studio in our home in Delaware. We live Lovely. in Sussex County. We're the home of Jimmy Allen, which we are very proud of around here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this room actually used to be my playroom when I was little, played Barbies in here for years, then did crafts. And this has become the place where I work on music. So I'm glad, glad to be how in here. How cool is that, though? Dorothy, how cool is that? That um, you're in your home, number one, of course, and it's the holiday. But uh, most importantly, it's a room you kind of, uh, or you did grow up in. Now, mm -hmm. now, now you're a senior in high school, correct? Yes. And you're in Delaware, as you mentioned. And when I think about Delaware, I think, isn't that where that bridge is? It's got like, um, I know we drive to the Outer Banks every year and we go through Delaware and there's a big, big bridge and it's got like the big gold post in the middle. It's kind of, it's not, it doesn't look like your everyday bridge. Maybe you're not sure, but. I know. It's I think that might be further north. Oh, okay. Further north in Delaware, we're pretty flat, and there's not we're not really much. We're a small state, 108 miles. You can right. drive up and down it in the course of a day. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Delaware is beautiful. Um, you know, I was reading about this uh, constituting America, 
and that pretty much uh, got the ball rolling for you. Yes. And uh, you wrote a song about your grandpa who was in the Vietnam War. Worth so the song worth, is actually about my great uncle. Your great my, uncle. Um, okay. My great grandfather was a veteran as well, but it was my great uncle who gotcha. fought in the Vietnam War. And I unfortunately never got to meet him. Oh. And so when I was thinking about writing this song, the prompt from Constituting America was to write a song about what the Constitution means to you. <laughs> and it took me, I, it was several days, if not a, several weeks of, of thinking about that, because I knew I'd studied the Constitution in American history. I knew I could technically turn the very words of it into lyrics and put it to music, mm. but I wanted to do something more meaningful. And it's it's my family that has taught me to love my country. And part of that has been, I've had several veterans in my family and it's been, it's been their sacrifice. And I thought, what if I could bring that sacrifice into the song, but still make it personal. And that's when I wrote worth fighting for it. It was almost, it was written very quickly. Once I came onto it, I just kind of sat down and, uh -huh. and wrote what I would say. It's been, it's actually been over a year and a half since it was written. But watching the impact that it has made on people since then, even though I've changed as a person and an artist, the song has continued to grow and continued to reach people. And that's been amazing. Now, your great uncle, you said it was, correct? Yes. So he lost his life in the Vietnam War? Yes. Unfortunately, um, he, he was drafted and uh -huh. he went to Vietnam and he didn't come back. But his yeah. younger brother was inspired by that and eventually became a nurse in the military and now tells me stories of my great uncle every every time we go see them unfortunately this christmas we're not going to be able to see them in person yeah but for for 17 years now i've been able to to see them and hear those stories at christmas so it's definitely been a huge part of me what um what branch was your great uncle in he was in the army in the army. Okay. I got you. I got you. So you, you got involved with constituting America and you wrote this song. You won the contest. Is that? Yes, that yeah. was, that was a big, it was a shock to me. It wasn't building confidence as a songwriter and as a musician to me has been, it's been a long road that's still happening right now. I never, I never wanted to do music when I was younger. I wanted to be a doctor I wanted to go into surgical oncology or being a heart oh, surgeon. Like really, that was that was not only the dream, but the almost set in stone plan. I wanted to go to this medical school at this time in this program. But uh -huh. I started struggling with both my physical and my mental health. And that it was in that time that I, I found music and I realized that music can be just as powerful as medicine, just in different ways. But I had never, I was a musician, but I didn't really consider myself a singer or a songwriter. And I felt like everyone else who wanted to do music was like, oh, I wrote my first song when I was three and I wanted to do this forever. And so I was really still, you know, okay, I'll give this a shot. I love my country. I love music. So let me right. try this. And so when they called me and said, you know, you've won the contest and we want to record it and we want to pursue this, I was just floored blown and away it's been amazing ever since the the doors that it has opened and the things i've been able to do have just been incredible and i'm really thankful now dorothy tell me that uh well when did you actually start playing music well i did start playing piano when i was four years old 
I was a very little serious student. However, I was not good at all. Um, not, not good at being a student or not good at music? Not good at music. Okay. Had a little lamb, jingle bells, like the same notes over and over again. It just uh -huh. did not connect in my brain. So I took a break and then I decided I wanted to learn guitar. I ended up being classically trained in guitar for six years. Wow. And by the time I had finished that, I could play Beethoven. And that had never been my, that was never my goal. Um, mm -hmm. Sitting down for hours upon hours, learning really, really particular techniques just wasn't what I had signed up for. I wanted to play, you know, some of my favorite Taylor Swift songs on the guitar and just, you know, <laughs> call it a day. And so what that turned into uh -huh. was not what I had planned on, but it definitely taught me incredible diligence and perseverance and just dedication. And so I'm really thankful that because I spent that time doing something that I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of, now that I'm doing music that I love, it's been really helpful. So once I decided that I wanted to do music, I started doing voice lessons, which eventually evolved into vocal coaching. And so overall, on and off over the course of 13 years, I've been in some sort of music wow. and really on full force now. Mm -hmm. That's amazing because like you're only a senior in high school. You've got a long ways to go and you're already at this point. You said you had the voice lessons and, and all that is correct? Yes. Yes. Wow. And uh, how, how did you just manage to, to do all that and still go to school? Well, one helpful thing was I have been homeschooled since I was in second grade. Okay. okay. We started homeschooling for academics, not extracurriculars. And so academics has still always been, up until about this past year, has always been the highest priority. And so I'd have my six, seven hours of schoolwork to do every day. I was involved in a lot of debate, speech competitions, essays, whatever. My mom wanted to make sure that being homeschooled, I could have the best education possible. And I'm so grateful to her for that. I've learned, I've studied Latin and logic and physics and just learned so many things. But that flexible schedule was able to, so I can fit music either in the middle of the day, the end of the day, the morning. And then this past year, because of COVID, I've actually had some really awesome academic opportunities to take college classes for free online on my own time. And so being able to sit down, do a class for a couple hours, and then spend the rest of the day in music, I've been really, really fortunate. That's that you're right. You are really fortunate to be able yeah. to do that. And I guess that's one of the positive things that has come out of the this whole pandemic where we're all kind of stuck at home and, mm -hmm. and doing things the way that we're doing things right now. You and I are talking, you know, via the internet as, you know, as opposed to, you know, you making the road trip to Syracuse for the radio tour and being, we do it here in the pod zone. So it's what I call my, my room, my studio here, but uh, you know, we've learned to do things differently and you're, you were able to take those college courses. Now, will they count towards the future when uh, you go to college and I read you're looking at Belmont. Is that still a, a possibility? So this, the, the article with constituting America is a little, is a little old. Okay. I, I, can, um, I can get rid of it. <laughs> okay. I like to talk. <laughs> uh, a lot of things have changed this past year that I never in my wildest dreams 
would have seen coming. Um, starting in starting in 2020, I was on track. I had my SAT score. I was applying as early as possible. I had my plan set out. I was getting myself to Nashville as quickly as humanly possible. And right, I was doing right. it through college. However, I met some incredible mentors that were like, you know what, right now you need to learn and you need to grow and we're we're going to, to help you along this journey. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't so much feel like that I needed to get to Nashville and go to Belmont as quickly as possible. And so I've had the amazing opportunity to craft my education at home, to pursue music at home. And so I'll be doing college online and still being able to get a degree and pursue music side by side. And that's oh my gosh. been, I just, they they always say that God has a better plan. And I was like, yeah, God has a better plan. But this is my plan and I really like it. And I now realize that I spent months stressing and trying to fit things together when really uh -huh. it's worked out so perfectly in, in this past year. It just it blows my mind. Wow. You sound like you sound like you've got all your T's crossed and all your I's are dotted. And for somebody at your age that doesn't happen all that often because usually they're thinking about what they want to do in the future and how they're going to do this and how they're going to do that. You, you seem to have already taken care of all that. And yeah. you, I can tell you're very passionate. You're very dedicated. You believe in yourself. And uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty. Cool. If I believe in myself, it's only because my parents have believed in me. Yeah. Just from a young age have been like, Whatever you feel you're called to do, we're going to to give you everything that you need to that, chase that. That's so, wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, your mom and dad are just absolutely wonderful. Are you the only child or you got brothers and sisters or? I am the only child. So I do think that that's probably part of the reason <laughs> they're, they're a little more, you know, excited yeah. about. Yeah. That. I get a little more special treatment being the only child. Yeah. Now I was watching the uh, the video worth fighting for. I was watching that on YouTube, and uh, you actually saw, uh, you filmed that at the at the monument, which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, we went we went to DC um, over the summer in, of 2019. It was <laughs> it was another thing that I had very much planned uh, down to the hour. Like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna leave the house at this time and get to this place at this time. It ended up being one of the hottest days of the summer. Oh my lord! A very busy day. There were a lot of of groups of European students that were like taking in the American sights, and so it was crowded and it was hot. But I wanted to make sure that I could take the video and connect it to the song because when you're talking about all these ideals and and things that we care about, sometimes you need an image to go with it, and so going. Going to the different monuments, the Martin Luther King, the Lincoln Memorial, yeah. the Washington Monument. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, you can't film inside the archives, which is something right. I hope to get at least one wide shot. But we just did the outside of the building because it's kind of kind of important to keep the Constitution in good shape. Absolutely. But bringing, I was super thankful to my parents once again to for being willing to carry my phone all around D.C. and be like, <laughs> okay. We're gonna we're gonna do this part now on the count of three. So it was a little weird for me just standing there and singing with people walking around, kind of kind of looking like, like oh, okay. Not, but yeah. I I knew what I was there to do, and I was not gonna let let people's maybe silent judges of me get in the way. I may never see them again. That's awesome. Have you been to Nashville? 
I have a few times. It's my probably favorite place. Um, yeah, I can't, no. my, both my, my parents, we love the town, um, Franklin, Franklin, Franklin awesome. yeah. mm -hmm. I would love, to, I would love to live there one day. And so whether music ends up being successful for me or not, we plan, we plan on making our way there because just the community mm -hmm. outside of music itself okay. is wonderful. Yeah. I have, um, I have friends in Nashville. We make the trip while we, when we could, we used to make it quite often uh, for business and the radio station and, and the award shows and all that. We used to do a lot of that. And my partner with the podcast, Deb Lanfear, the president and founder of the Country Music Fan Club, she actually has a business in Nashville and her son lives there. So it, it, it works out really, really well. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, wow. L tell me what, oh, wait. So with Constituting America, and I love what they do. I was reading about it here. I love this. And uh, I'd like to talk to them a little bit further about what they do, but what they've done and uh, just helping you learn about the constitution and learn about America in a fun way is mm -hmm. a neat way of doing things. Cause you'll never forget it. Now you have worth worth fighting for, for your great uncle. You put that out. Now, what has happened to you personally? I mean, you won. Have you been doing a lot of interviews? Has it been played on, on the radio a lot? How is that all that playing out for you? So once this, we were trying to see once, once COVID started, we weren't sure when we were going to get it reported. And so we did, we recorded it this fall, put it out. Um, fortunately, s several country music radio stations have played it. And that has been really cool for me to see because I think as an introvert in a small town, in a small community, like mostly doing music from home, I've only had so many opportunities to get out there and do things. Right. And so to see, see it happening across the country in places I've never been, mm -hmm. it's just been absolutely amazing. And then over the past week, I have been able to do multiple live interviews, which have been fantastic for me, learning speaking skills, meeting different people, seeing the impact that it has on people and just getting the message out there has, it's, it's been an amazing journey. Constituting America has done their absolute best to support me in every way possible as they do for all of their, all of their winners. And it's been it's been an awesome ride so far. And I know you've got a great team behind you because I, I talk to a lot of these people. I don't know if you realize it or not, but I talked to John Griffin. I talked to the people at Grassroots. Uh, just a great, great, great team. And mm -hmm. they'll definitely do right. You know what I mean? They will definitely get you out there where you need to be. These people know what they're doing. And mm -hmm. it sounds like you know what you're doing. So together. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm totally blown away that you are so good at the interview. Seriously. I mean, I, I've been doing this for years and I, I stumble and I mumble and I just go through all sorts of different things. And maybe I'm just a little bit too comfortable at times, but you are just, man, you're knocking it out of the ballpark. You are just unbelievable. Well, thank um, you so much. It's, it's been a journey. This, these are things I get extremely nervous for. I have anxiety. I have health problems that cause like brain fog and fatigue and stuff. But my biggest passion is that everybody's everybody's fighting something. We all we all have these battles that we're facing every day. But mm -hmm. that that doesn't have to stop us from from doing big things and from meeting people and loving people. And so it really means a lot to to me to hear you say that because it's it's my mission to 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 meet others and and to to 
travel throughout the world, whether physically or digitally and learn and grow. So thank you. You are amazing. Uh, have you thought about uh, getting into government at all? I mean, I know you've got a passion and dedication for being a musician, but what about getting into, you know, the government? That has something that has been said to me many, many times. And I have, I have thought about it because, you know, these people are like, oh, you should be a lawyer. Oh, you should go into government. <laughs> um, I'm into the sciences too. And these people are like, oh man, you should go and in, go into physics, go into all kinds of different things. The thing, the thing about music is it's, I think music is just as powerful as, as politics and our, the art of our culture, it really shapes our world. And so I might not specifically be going into a platform. Where I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to put this policy together and change the world. And I might be doing it in a different way, but I feel uh -huh. like when we inspire people to be the best versions of themselves and to treat other people with kindness and to mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. to shape their shape their worldview kind of bigger than themselves, I think music is going to be at least in the goals that I have just as powerful as politics could be. So we'll see. Oh yeah. Time will tell, I guess. I think you'd, you would be able to handle that very well. Thank well. you. Uh, man, I'm just, uh, I am just kind of blown away by this and, uh, you know, coming on, you don't know what to expect, but, uh, man, I tell you, it's very knowledge. You're very knowledgeable. You're very well-spoken. Um, you've got something really good going for you. Uh, you got a great team behind you uh, worth fighting for is out there. And I think that a song like that is something we need right now. Uh, the state of this country and what's going on, good, bad, indifferent. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions, but you know what? We think back, you know, what we've been through in the past. I know you never saw your or met your great uncle, but still you've heard so much. You were able to write a song about it. And um, man, I, tell you, I, I just, I'm kind of lost for words just even talking about it. But anyways, you, um, what other music have you been doing? So my primary focus has been in Christian music. So the amazing thing about that, though, is it, it ends up being cross-genre a lot of the time. There's pop, there's country, there's folk, there's even rap. And so it's been cultivating my vocal skills, my music skills, my writing skills. And so... I definitely want to grow as a songwriter and meet other songwriters who can teach me and help me write in the right words, really what I want to say in order to get it out to people better. Uh, music production is something that I have tried to learn and it has just made me really, really thankful for professional music producers. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole other avenue. It's a whole other thing. Yes. Wow. And so every every step of the way and exploring the different things mm -hmm. that that I could possibly pursue, it's just I have a couple different doors open. I don't know which which way they're going to go, but singing about what I believe in is is my primary goal. Have you been able to sit down with other songwriters at all? Or I've not team? had the opportunity okay. to really do that yet. Hopefully, it'll be coming up in the next couple of months. I have mm -hmm. I've met some awesome people that have the ability to to get me where I need to go. So, hoping that is soon because when when you meet people who are just kind of the masters in their crafts, I just can't wait to sit down and be like, "Teach me, just teach yeah. me. I want to know." Take, so, it, all yeah. Take it all in. 
And, uh, you know, we do a lot of interviews and we talk to a lot of songwriters and we even, you mentioned Jimmy Allen just a few minutes ago. Uh, we had Jimmy Allen on the podcast here about two weeks ago and just one of the greatest guys you'd ever want to talk to and the info and finding out more about them in their background and how they started out and the info they, they, you know, give to you. It's just totally, totally amazing. And we also talked about the songwriting aspect, uh, with the pandemic and the COVID and it, we're, you know, I, I asked the question, were you able to write over zoom? And they said, yes, but, but it's, it's not the same. It's, yeah. it's not the same at all. They would rather sit at a table or everybody's got their guitar and they've got uh, maybe a, a glass of water with them. And they, you know, then you, you actually feel the, the body language or you see the body language of the person sitting next to you. And it, it's, it's a whole different feeling. So, and I'm sure that you'll be able to do that here pretty soon. So. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. You also mentioned the fact that you have anxiety. I have anxiety. I think we all do to a certain <laughs> extent. Um, but when you when you feel that anxiety, do you pick up your guitar and just kind of start playing or kind of maybe sing one of your songs or maybe sing a song in general just to help you kind of come back down and try to relax a little bit? Yes, music has been a huge part of my mental health journey. It was that that originally brought me to music and unfortunately out in public i don't always have the opportunity to sit down with the piano although if i could carry one with me that would be wonderful <laughs> but yes nothing nothing seems better to refocus than to be able to sit down and sing something either that i've written or that i connect with that someone else has written there's so many amazing songs out there like you say by lauren daigle or rainbow by casey musgraves or just songs that you might not even even relate to what you're going through right now, but just the feel of the music is so beautiful that it's, it's a powerful thing. And I love when I'm fortunate enough to be home and to be able to just sit down and let my emotions out that way. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, um, every time we do a podcast, I have somebody pop on and they just popped on again. It's morning in Bali right now. And, and, and they watch my podcast on a pretty much a nonstop basis and they're what they just clicked on. So they're, you know, you're being seen and heard pretty much around the world right now. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Hello. And yes. How cool is that? How cool is that? And, and that John Griffin popped on as well and said to say hello. So awesome. oh, there you go. I don't know if you can see uh, on the side, you can see the little notes there. I don't know if you can on your end because obviously I'm the host and I, maybe I see the screen a little bit different than you, but, but it's all there. So um, you've got a piano in front of you. I do. You do. You know, I mentioned guitar before and I know you play the piano. See, that's me. Yeah. Well, I played, I played the guitar too. Okay. The piano it's easier for me to play in these situations. Cause I don't have to like get the strap over my head. And <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know what, before we go much further, I'm, can you play us something? Yes. Well, I'll play Worth Fighting For. Oh, I'd love it. That was really the song that started it all. Okay. Here she is, Dorothy McCormick. And uh, she's going to play it for us. Here we go. Oh, what you doing? <laughs> Can you hear me? I got gotcha. you. Uh, are you there, Dorth Dorothy? Are you there? I can hear you. Oh, I think we're making a connection here. Oh, hi, Mom. Uh-oh. 
She's going to go out and come back in. This is really cool. Uh, Dorothy's with Constituting America is what got her up. I think going, the Hello? on my phone just went out. Yeah, I got you now. Okay. So we're going to flip it around. But uh, Dorothy is with Constituting America. She, this is what got her uh, noticed. Worth Fighting For is a song that she wrote about her uh, great uncle who uh, lost his life in the Vietnam War. And I know she's going to pop back on here in a moment or two. And uh, once she does, of course, we'll have her up here for you. But uh, it's interesting to, to hear the stories. And we do this on Skip Happens along with the Country Music Fan Club. The stories of the brand new artists and their backgrounds and what they're doing to get themselves noticed. And Dorothy obviously is very intelligent and she's very well-spoken. And uh, she, she's got all her T's crossed and her I's are dotted and she knows exactly what's going on. So that's cool. And me as a, uh, well, typical, typical uh, radio guy, I guess, I don't know what you call typical, but uh, being a on-air personality here in the Northeast and then having the podcast here at home called Skip Happens, we get to talk to a lot of these artists and their background is just phenomenal. And um, so anyways, oh, Merry Christmas, Sandra and uh, Bali. That is so cool that I do see your name come up here quite often in Bali. And thank you so much for watching. And uh, Merry Christmas to you as well from all of us here at Skip Happens. And there's Dorothy. Dorothy, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. I can hear you. You don't? All right. Yes, I can hear you. I just can't. Now I can't get my camera on. Uh, your camera's on. Okay. I. Oh, there we go. Yes. All right. Yeah. You're I am so sorry. I think the I think the audio on my phone just went kaput. It started. It just I couldn't hear anything except horrible screeching noises. Uh, so. I could hear you just fine. Well, no, I couldn't hear you, but I I had the feeling you could hear me. I don't know, but anyways, and tell your mom was that your mom that kind of popped in front of the screen for a second? Tell her I said. <laughs> yes, thankfully my mom was like, "Okay, what can I do?" So I think I'm I think I'm back now. We All can right. try that again. I'm not sure what happened, but I I am back. So All right, very cool. Very cool. Let's uh all right, worth fighting for. Yes. Dorothy McCormick. Here we go. Even though I'll never get to see your face I can still honor the life that you gave For a principle that changed all of history For the home of the brave and the land of the free. And when all 39 of the men signed document that would change billions of lives, they didn't know how it would change yours and mine. But now I can live in a world where I'm free to stand up. For what I believe, where I'm free to speak against the injustice that I see. When our homes start to fade, when our bonds start to break, we can go back to the basics that 
built a world worth fighting for, worth fighting for. And some wonder why men would give their lives to fight an enemy of impossible size. But those men knew that what they left behind was a place where I, I am free to stand up for what I believe. I am free to speak against the injustice that I see. When our hopes start to fade, when our bonds start to break, we can go back to the basics that built a world worth fighting for, worth fighting for. The only hard part is that you never came back. Though I know that you gave everything that you had. And so I will stand up for what I believe. And so I will speak against the injustice that I see. When our homes start to fade, when our bonds start to break, we will go back to the basics that built our world worth fighting for, worth fighting for. Gotta know it's worth fighting for. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. And uh, how long did it take you to write that? Well, in some ways, a lifetime. In some ways, 20 minutes. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a lot of a lot of growing and a lot of thinking. But when, when it came to the point of I was like, this, this is what I want to write about. It, I just sat down and it just flowed right onto the page. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. And that's, that's what won you the, uh, the contest with uh, the constituting America. And I'm really, well, I'm, I'm really surprised that we haven't uh, not yet. Anyways, like with the morning shows, like good morning America or the, the today show or any of those, they haven't picked up on that yet. And, you know, like I said, just minutes ago, that's something we need right now, a song like that. And it means so much. And it comes. Oh, thank to you. Thank you so much. Every, every, every person it reaches means, means the absolute world to me. So whether it's five, 10, 5,000, whatever it is, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. Now constituting America, um, that is, that happens all, that's a continuing type, uh, type of thing, correct? It just keeps going and every year yeah. you do something different. Every year, um, for yeah. all, all students from kindergarten to, I think, college yeah even even graduate school and so and it's not it's not just songwriting they have stem they have speeches they have mm -hmm. digital if you're into creating like they have people do create quizzes and educational platforms and right. it's absolutely amazing the amount of options that they they give people to to just learn about it all year round you can enter um, no matter what time of the year it is, you can enter for either the current cycle or the whatever. If it just ended, you'll enter for the next cycle. And then um, Constituting America cares so much about about the people that that put in put in the work to, to do the do the competition. And I've just seen how much they give back to students. It's 
it's amazing. Well, let's let's just say this. It, it kind of puts you on the right path, right? Absolutely. These are some of the, the coolest opportunities I've had so far. Now, do you get to go out and play that song in front of certain groups at all? So originally I was supposed to, oh, but COVID. Uh, because of COVID, we did it online, but we still were able to have a Zoom Constitution Day where we had schools and organizations that tuned in in order to do that. And so it was fun to be a part of, to talk about my song and to, we did play the video that day. So awesome. just thankful for, for all the different things. Absolutely. I see that uh, John Griffin actually posted the link to the studio version of that as well. So if anybody's viewing this, uh, you're going to see the notes there. Just click on it and you can watch and listen to the uh, studio version. Uh, you said you could do a couple of songs before we uh, flip the mics on here tonight. Why don't you give us another one? I'm just I'm so captivated with this. It's pretty okay. cool. It's so, so cool. So this next song means the absolute world to me and it's by taylor swift and the dixie chicks they came out with a song in 2019 called soon you'll get better mm -hmm. and the first time i heard the song i was convinced that i had known it my entire life i was like i had i had to have heard this song before and i was like oh my gosh it just came out it's never been recorded and i've had a lot of doctor's visits and some scary times over the past couple years. But every time I listen to the song, it's just like singing over me. So soon it'll get better. And so that's, that's awesome. one that I'm excited to play tonight. Hey, let's hear it. The burdens of my co-worker tangled in my hair in doctor's office lighting i didn't tell you i was scared that was the first time we were there holy orange bottles each night i pray to you desperate people find faith so now i pray to jesus too and i say to you Ooh, soon you'll get better I'll brighten up the sky. I know I'll never get it. There's not a day that I won't try. And I say to you, Ooh, soon you'll get better. Ooh, soon you'll get better. Ooh, you'll get better soon. Cause you have to. And I hate to make this all about me, but who would I have to talk to? What would I even do? If there's no you, this won't go back to normal. If it ever was, 
It's been years of hoping, and I keep saying it because, because I have to. Ooh, so you'll get better. Ooh, soon you'll get better. Ooh, you'll get better soon. Because you have to. Wow. Wow. That's about you, huh? That's how you can relate. I get it. Totally get it. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that's amazing. I just wanted to, you know, after that, I wanted to say a Dorothy smile because man, I tell you, wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a pleasure having you on with us here tonight and finding out a little bit about you and, uh, for people that watch this down the road or our, our viewers right now, remember that name it's Dorothy McCormick, but she calls herself Dorothy, Dorothy McCormick, kind of a little bit different. I like it. i like it. I, I think that's a good move. I think it's Thank good. you. That's cool. That's cool. So um, let me, let's talk about your personal life a little bit. Um, you're a senior in high school. We mentioned that in the beginning. Uh, and pretty much you just dedicated to playing music or do you get out and play any sports or anything like that at all? Or are you just pretty much? Just I have never been a sports person. Okay. I think I, I tried a little bit. I, I would, I dabbled in a few things such as karate. I tried karate for a little That's while. Nice. Yeah. I did. I, it was good to get some emotions out, but I was pretty intimidated by the time I really started getting into it. So I, I tried archery too. That was something I liked liked a lot. But then again, shooting very sharp things just didn't really seem like the best outlet for me. And so I have. I know. I get been, been into more of the artsy side. So I do. I have been taking some art classes for several years and I, I like to do art as an outlet. Um, just, but music does end up being my primary primary. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Outlet. That's awesome. That's awesome. What you're doing is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you want to do one more song or not. It's entirely up to you. Um, you know, if you want, well, to I can finish it up with a Christmas song since we're so very close to Christmas. Are you reading my mind? See, you can, okay. can I'm wondering if she was going to do a Christmas song. So we'll let you do that. And then we'll wrap up the podcast for the season. Okay. All right. Oh, my favorite Christmas song is actually the Christmas song. So okay. let's do it. Yep. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies 
on his sleigh and every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly and so i'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Wow. Merry Christmas. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. On that note, do you have your shopping done? Yes. Thank goodness. We have a couple of stocking stuffers to grab tomorrow morning, but most of the shopping is done. Excellent. Good going. If uh, we have somebody that wants to follow your career, is there a way to do that? Do you have a website? Do you? Uh, yes. So the best way to do that is to find me on Instagram. It's at I am Dorothy. Um, I'm pretty, pretty active on Instagram. Let me see if I can, if I can put, oh, here we go. I can, looks like I can put that in. Oh, I know. I got you. That's cool. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's, that tends to be where I post most of my stuff. I talk about what's going on in my personal life. I do a lot of graphic design about things that I really care about, advocating for mental health and physical health. And I love to interact with people and answer messages and just build community because I think that's what music is all about. I love it. Dorothy, you are so wonderful. I wish you all the luck in the world. You've got a bright, bright future. Um, just real quickly, um, where, would you, where would you like to be in five years from now? I would like to be in Nashville. I absolutely living. I would like to be able to sing for a wide audience of people about just making it through daily life. I don't, I think we don't, we do a lot of advocacy for a lot of different things, but I think we need to start advocating for the average person a lot more because everybody's, everybody's fighting their battle and it's, it's how we fight those battles that make up our life. And so if I could be reaching everybody that I can with as much hope that I can in five years, I will, will consider, consider myself successful, but we never know where the Lord's going to lead. So I'm open, open to whatever that is. That is so true. That is so true. Very well said. Excellent. Uh, Dorothy McCormick, uh, thank you so much for being here on Skip Happens tonight, along with the official Country Music Fan Club. And uh, your music is wonderful. And uh, you're off and running, girl. I tell you, you get the support of your parents. And of course, being a senior and uh, you're still really, really young. And uh, you've got a great start already. You've got, it seems like, as I mentioned before, you've got everything in order. Now you just got to execute it all. And you've got a great team behind you. So, and Thank you, you so much for having me. It's been absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. It works both ways. I wish you the best of holidays. And, uh, you know, let's keep in touch. And uh, I'll send you a little message. This will be posted on our YouTube page. Plus, we've been live on Facebook all evening. So, uh, well, there you go. So, you can just take the link and you can share that as well. And uh, just remember, it's Skip Happens. My name is Skip Clark. And uh, 
I program a radio station here in the Northeast. So, Dorothy McCormick, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>